welcome to the Religious Education Department's Revision Podcast. This edition looks at the Religion, Peace and Justice Unit, which forms part of the Ethics 2 paper. This module contains four topics which will be dealt with in order. Christian attitudes to war, Christian attitudes towards violence and pacifism, Christian views on crime and punishment, and finally, Christian views on social injustice. This podcast is not a substitute for a vision, but it should give you the basic idea of Christian views on the topic. You will need to study them in more depth and consider your own view to do well. So, Christian attitudes to war. Christians generally see war as wrong. There are many reasons that support this. War, usually, if not always involves people doing things that go against the Ten Commandments, e.g. killing. Because of this, Christians do not usually agree with war. There are some times, however, when Christians may accept war as being necessary. St. Thomas Aquinas was a 13th century monk who suggested six conditions that, if upheld, would lead to a just war, that is, a right war, or an acceptable war. First condition. There must be a just cause. You must have a good reason to fight. For example, you were attacked first. The second. You must use equal or less violence than the enemy. Thirdly, you must be stopping a greater evil, someone worse than you. Fourthly, someone must be in charge of the war, a king or a prime minister. Fifth, the force should be proportional. This means that you should use the minimum amount of force. Finally, the army should be the only ones who fight and they should not attack innocent civilians. There are, however, a number of problems with the approach, and it is debatable as to any war has ever been judged as just by Aquinas' conditions. Some Christians may reply to Aquinas' suggestion that war can be okay by quoting Jesus when he said, I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. This means that even if someone attacks you, it is still not right to fight back. Another quote is, all those who live by the sword will die by the sword. This means that if you are going to fight, you will die, and suggests that Christians should be anti-war. One final quote on this topic is, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Which again means that you are holy if you do not fight. Christian views on violence. These are similar to Christian views on war. There are many teachings in Christianity that teach that violence and killing is wrong. So, some quotations in no particular order that support this view are Love thy neighbour as yourself Thou shalt not kill Love one another God's spirit dwells within you All of these quotes say or suggest that killing or destruction of humans is wrong. Again, Jesus' quote about turning the other cheek applies here. As a result of this, some Christians are pacifists. This means they refuse to fight under any circumstances. This includes in a war, or just a fight in a pub. Pacifists think that there is no reason to ever fight. The most notable example of a Christian denomination who think this are the Quakers. Quakers are a Christian denomination. Remember, denomination means group of Christians. Christian views on crime and punishment. Christians have many different views on crime and punishment. (coughs) You may be asked about the names and reasons why people are punished. These include protecting others from dangerous criminals, reforming, meaning teaching criminals, revenge, 
for society or the people who suffer from the crime. Vindication, meaning showing that the law has power. And lastly, deterrence, the idea that by punishing some, it will put others off the idea of doing something wrong, as they know they will be punished. Capital punishment means the death penalty. You will have to come to your own decision on this topic, but some reasons for it include if you take a life, you deserve to die. It protects society. There's no way the murderer can kill again. It puts others off murder. Again, deterrence. It makes the victim's family feel better. Debatable, but still a claim. Finally, it's cheaper than keeping someone in prison for the rest of their life. Some reasons against, however, include the idea that all life is sacred. It's wrong to take life. Two wrongs don't make a right. There's little evidence that it actually stops other people from murdering others. Capital punishment is often said to not work as a deterrent. Criminals need a chance to reform, a second chance. It's also quite possible that the wrong person may be executed. If this is later discovered to be true, it's impossible to apologise to the person who has been executed. Christians who believe in capital punishment often quote the Old Testament teaching, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. This means that if you do something wrong, the same should be done to you. Jesus directly responded to this quote in which he said, I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. Christians also use the numerous teachings against killing to argue against capital punishment. As a result, many, if not most Christians, do not agree with capital punishment. Christian Views on Social Injustice Social injustice means unfairness in society. This section of the unit is partly a repeat of the religion and equality module that you looked at previously. Christianity supports the idea of equality, as the Bible is filled with quotations that champion the idea of fairness and everyone being the same. One popular example of this is, There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. This means that all people are equal before God, and as a result, should be treated equally and fairly. There are, however, some Christian teachings that suggest that Christians' role is not to campaign against bad governments and injustice. For example, Peter, one of Jesus' disciples, said, Submit to every human authority. Submit to the governors who have been appointed by him to punish evil and praise those who do good. Him, in this case, refers to God. Despite this teaching, there are many examples of Christians who followed the previous teachings about equality and strive to achieve it. Some examples include Martin Luther King Jr., who campaigned against social injustice and discrimination in America in the 1950s and 60s. Archbishop Desmond Tutu, who campaigned against apartheid with Nelson Mandela in South Africa. Elizabeth Fry, a Quaker who reformed prisons in the 19th century and even Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who was a German pastor who was involved in an attempt to assassinate Hitler because of his belief that Hitler was doing wrong and that people should be treated equally and fairly. Some Christians, like Bonhoeffer, have attempted to solve these problems with violence. However, a large amount of Christians have attempted to solve the problems with non-violence, that is, not attacking anybody, and campaigning and protesting peacefully. So, that was an outline of the module Religion, Peace and Justice. Remember the key points. Most Christians disagree with war as it involves breaking the Ten Commandments, but some do see it as a necessary evil. 
Some Christians are pacifists and do not fight under any circumstances. Some Christians are for, but most are against capital punishment as it's considered killing. Almost all Christians see everyone as equal and some have campaigned for these rights in the form of non-violence. The final point to remember is...